0: Well, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Lambsville USB SA podcast. My name is Daryl, and I will be your host for another episode of meeting minutes from the uspsa board of directors but before we get into that got a couple of big matches coming up very first one to come up is going to be the trident armory standby to fly benefit match main state championship benefiting the travis mills foundation Uh, that match is coming up june 2nd third and fourth here just a mere few months away Uh, Still plenty of open spots for competitors in this match, and also plenty of open spots for volunteers, range officers, whatever you want to be. Uh, If you are interested in acting as range officer uh, or just volunteering on a stage, make sure you reach out to the Trinummery shooting team uh, via Facebook, Instagram. However, uh, I believe the email address is also right on uh, the practice score listing. Where is it? Yeah, right there. Trident Armory Shooting Team at gmail.com. Um, yeah, still still pretty short on help for that one. Um, the very next month, we have the USPSA Area 7 Championship uh, also being held at the Hamden Rifle and Pistol Club, same as the Trident match. Uh, same deal applies. Still a lot of open spots. Still very, very light on staff there. Uh, if you are interested in helping out with that match, reach out to match director Dan Wiswell. His email address, wiswelldaniel at gmail.com, is on the practice score sign up page as well. Uh, still 120 open shooter spots for that one so let's get into with all that out of the way some meeting minutes from the february 28th 2023 meeting of the uspsa board of directors we have everybody present uh area four mel rodero was a little bit late joined about a half hour in, and Area 1 Bruce Gary, he's going to leave at 9 p.m., but let's get started. President Yimin Lin calls the meeting to order at 7.06 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, item number one on the agenda is agenda approval. Uh, there are some committees that will not be presenting, and they are removed from the agenda. Um, yeah, which I didn't see an agenda posted. So that's kind of interesting. So Ted Murphy moves to approve the agenda as amended, which is attached. Big deal. He didn't announce it to begin with. Uh, 7.07 p.m., seconded by Bruce Wells, passed unanimously a minute later, 7.08. We have uh, item number two. Welcome the new board director members. Scott Arnberg was introduced as the incoming Area 3 Director. Kevin Collins moves at 7-Eleven to set the incoming Area 3 Director start date as of March 1 at 12 a.m. Eastern Time, seconded by Bruce Gary. Motion passed unanimously at 7-12 p.m. Uh, agenda item number three is the Managing Director Report, which is attached uh, let's see. Donna, I'm assuming obviously Donna Webb, the managing director, provided team project updates. Rick Brotzel briefed the director of IT slide. Donna requests board approval to implement a referral program that would provide clubs a $5 activity fee credit for each unique new member registered. This is interesting. Uh, after discussing the program implementation process, Area 2, Layton again, I will not try to butcher his last name, moves to implement the, quote, Club Friends and Family Program, end quote, as presented by the managing director with a st- effective start date of May 1st, 2023, seconded by Bruce Wells. Now, before we get into the discussion on that, what, what what do they mean by unique new member registered? Because you register as a USPSA member online. So the clubs, I mean, yes, they have something to do with introducing people to uspsa and having them shoot matches even though they're not uspsa members which you can do at level one but it it's still the member that signs up via the website the member doesn't go to their local club and say hey i want to become a uspsa member that's not how that happens so exactly what are we what are we talking about here unique new member registered what does that mean does that mean that when a prospective member goes on the website and signs up and pays their yearly dues to become a member, they select where their home club is or what club they plan to shoot at or what club they were introduced to USPSA at? I, I think we need a little more information on, on this. Now, now, it's good to give the club's incentives to get more people into the game, but exactly what... What are we talking about here? There is some discussion uh, with this. Frank Rizzi, new Area 7 director, moves to table the vote until next month's meeting, until we have a budget and additional financial information to assess potential organizational financial impact in place, seconded by Bruce Gary. Well, yeah, because the organization is going to be losing money technically. Um You know, if you have a club that brings in a whole bunch of new members, well, they get a $5 activity fee credit for each unique member. Well, Really, that means if they have enough new members join from their club, I mean, they, they could shoot multiple matches a year and not pay any activity fees for them because they've got all these credits built up uh area two uh uh yeah so that was that was motion by frank Rizzi was seconded by Bruce gary area two and area six opposed motion passed at seven fifty six p m now what motion this I've already read this a couple of times and it's not exactly clear to me did the motion to implement a remember a member referral program pass or did Frank Rizzi's motion to table the vote until next month pass? Which which one is it? I take it to mean the motion to table this until next month passed, so it will be tabled until next month. Um, also, they've got to figure out exactly what they're going to do here. I'm, I'm still still not clear on that. Uh, motion passed at 7.56 p.m. Now we get on to committee reports. World Shoot policy. There are four policies to approve: twenty twenty three shotgun, twenty twenty four multi, twenty twenty four rifle. Excuse me, twenty twenty four PCC and mini rifle. Okay, and twenty twenty five handgun World Shoot selection. The shotgun and rifle policies are interim until more performance based process can be established. PCC and Mini Rifle is also interim, as there is a potential for that world shoot to push until 2025. Next decision point will be at the Extraordinary General Assembly, March 31st. Uh, Handgun world shoot policy establishes the selection process, and the administrative process is to be defined by the beginning of 2024. Uh, Leighton moves to approve the world shoot selection uh, slot selection policies as presented. Uh, this motion was at 8.44 p.m. Uh, I think it's supposed to be seconded by Bruce Wells. It just says by Bruce Wells. Uh, motion passed unanimously at 8.45. Uh, going on to world shoot fee structure. Nothing to report. More financial analysis required before course of action is presented. Uh, We have volunteer recognition. Kyle Stevens was on the World Shoot Committee last year and was not re-added at the in-person board meeting. President is reappointing him to the committee as per bylaw 8.3. Proposal to recognize three volunteers per year. Wait a minute. I think they got this. They got this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Volunteer Recognition Committee. Duh. Um, I am still not a wicket. Uh so proposal to recognize three volunteers per year, one steel challenge, one volunteer for areas one through four, and one for areas five through eight. Um why not one volunteer per area? That that would make sense, wouldn't it? Uh a magazine article slash write-up, other possible rewards discussed. And section coordinators would write up a short essay about the nominee. Why is it section coordinators? Why is it not area directors? I, Wow. Okay, moving on. Uh, Ted Murphy moves to add Kyle Stevens to the Volunteer Recognition Committee at 9.05 p.m., seconded by Rick Steele. Motion is passed unanimously. So Kyle Stevens is back on the Volunteer Recognition Committee because he didn't get put back on last month. Anyway, now get into the bylaws. Uh, three topics brought up for discussion. Uh, election policy. Revising postcard mailing requirement for potential operational expenses reduction along with election length and timing. Get rid of the damn postcards. Uh, did, l- let me... Let me tell you something, okay? Last year for the Area 7 director election, Lee Cabana versus Frank Grizzy, I didn't get my postcard in the mail until the week after voting closed. Seriously. Good thing I got the email and already went on, voted, and didn't wait for the damn postcard to tell me I could vote. Um, yeah, postcards are kind of a thing of the past now. Um, you know, I, I get it. Not everybody has Facebook and TikTok and Instagram and Twitter and whatever the hell else is out there, but everybody's got a damn email address. I mean, come on. They they had to have one to sign up to be a USPSA member. Duh. Hello. Why are we still sending out postcards and wasting money? Anyway, moving on. Um, allowing suspended/slash terminated members to participate in sanctioned USPSA matches. Um, no. You suspended them or terminated them for whatever reason, and I'm sure I could do a whole nother podcast on that topic, um, but no, they're suspended or they're terminated. So if you allow them to participate in sanctioned matches, what's the point in punishing them? I don't get it. Uh, Maybe this is just talking about they need to rework a little bit in that area of the bylaws. I don't know. Just my thoughts. Uh, let's see. And talking about revising bylaw 4.13 to define a post-adjudicated suspension/termination appeals process. No further action, uh, no action taken. Further discussion and committee work ongoing. Let's switch gears to multigun. Uh, multi gun national stages have been submitted to the director of an ROI. Adam Maxwell and Jay Hollingsworth holding an Area 5 two-gun championship in a rifle/slash pistol format, uh, June 16th, 17th at the Schultz Range in Wisconsin. Uh, recommend Jody Heumann, who is one of the assistant DNROI directors. Uh, yeah, one of the assistant NROI Directors bleh, words, uh, and Adam Maxwell be added to the Multi-Gun Committee with additional members potentially added in March uh, let's see Bruce Wells moves to add Jody Human and Adam Maxwell to the Multi-Gun Committee at 931 seconded by Rick Steele passed unanimously let's get into finance uh, current status of investment accounts discussed President nominates Scott Arnberg as Finance Committee Chair Ted Murphy moves to appoint uh, Scott Arnberg as Finance Committee Chair at 1005, seconded by Frank Rizzi. Motion passed unanimously. Addition of Historical Preservation Committee. Discussion on establishing a historical preservation committee to collect, preserve, and share USPSA history. Com- uh, the committee would be 100% sustained by donations. USPSA will not contribute monetarily or through labor hours for this committee. Uh, A Legends Hall of Fame and other programs are currently being planned. Wow, they're already planning stuff for this, um, even though it hasn't been established yet. Interesting. Uh, Leighton moves at 10-12 to establish a historical preservation committee with the following members. Chairperson would be Donna Webb, the managing director. Um, obviously, he wants to be a part of it. Layton does. So, obviously, he's in there. Um, Maggie Reese Voigt and Bruce Wells. And this was seconded by Mel Rodero and passed unanimously. And now, here's what we've all been waiting for the limited optics roadmap. Yes, limited optics. Board reviewed proposed provisional division roadmap as follows. Establishing evaluation metric of 5% total activity participation 12-month period. Establishing classifier high hit factor from recorded classifier performance during the 12-month period. Practice score implementation coordination to be conducted by the president and DIT to establish scoring and registration infrastructure in place prior to the start date. Yeah, USPSA obviously doesn't own practice score or have anything to do with practice score, they just use it. So they got to get with with those people and get that done. Uh, The division will be optional for level two match directors in 2023, optional for level three matches in 2024, potential nationals in 2025. Uh, Proposed start date, April 1st. Rodero moves at 10.39 p.m. to implement limited optics as a provisional division for USPSA only starting May 1st, 2023, seconded by Layton. Uh, there was some discussion implementation considerations discussed about, with Rick Bratzel. Current activity fee calculation process does not currently discriminate by division and would be a significant change order request given Uh, The proposed implementation timeline Uh, board adjusts the roadmap to establish a preliminary classifier high hit factor baseline with high hit factor adjustments made on a defined schedule as data is collected. So time frame effective May 1st. So we got a couple of months. Uh, Evaluation metric will be 5% of total activity participation in 12 month period. Preliminary division classifier high hit factor established using open high hit factor as a baseline for the start date. That makes sense. Uh, high hit factor will be adjusted on a defined schedule during initial 12-month evaluation period. Final high hit factor will be to be determined at the end of that initial 12-month evaluation period. Uh, The president and DIT to coordinate with practice score to have front end scoring infrastructure in place prior to the division uh, provisional division going live will be a regular paid classifier for clubs, just like any other division right now. Um, And again, optional for level two this year, optional for level three next year, and possibly nationals in 2025. Uh, Everybody votes. On this motion in the affirmative. So, as of May, uh, yes, May 1st, limited optics will be a provisional division. So, you can go out and shoot it. Uh, I did some discussion on the production division equipment changes. Uh, looks like they're going to continue to evaluate the proposed existing division requirement changes. Uh, equipment changes, not requirement changes, words, uh, with member input with a final proposal recommendation presented to the board no later than August 1st in accordance with bylaw 16.2. Uh, so yeah, they're going to continue to look at that and take input and whatnot until August 1st, at least. Uh, maybe before that, but no later than that. Uh, ongoing discipline review requests on hold until discipline appeal process is defined. Um, Yemen to update request with current status. Bruce Wells moves at 11.13 p.m. to establish a distinguished senior category for 70 years and older, effective April 1st, uh, to apply to all USPSA disciplines, seconded by Mel Rodero Passed unanimously at 1119. So if you are 70 years or older, you no longer have to use super senior. You'll be able to use distinguished senior. Uh, and then we've got financials. Uh, Donna Webb briefs ongoing efforts to determine true business costs to establish a realistic 2023 budget. That report is attached. <clears throat> And then at 11.36, Frank Rizzi moves to waive confidentiality for the meeting per bylaw 10.2 so the board can discuss the board meeting actions before the minutes are posted, seconded by Ted Murphy. Well, we already knew this because Ye Min already came out on his Instagram a couple of weeks ago the the day after this meeting and basically gave a rundown of what was talked about at the meeting and the fact that they decided to waive confidentiality um i think it i think it's interesting that frank is is the one that brought this up um because clearly he wants more transparency um and i honestly don't see that as a bad thing i really don't the more transparent, the better. People have been screaming, crying, and everything else for more transparency from the board for the last couple of years, at least that I remember. Um, so yeah, yeah, it looks like he is he is really trying to to push for for some more transparency. Um, so there was some discussion. But doesn't say exactly what was discussed. Uh, Frank moves. Uh, to call the question at 11.50 p.m. and vote on the motion. Now, here is something that's very interesting. Bruce Gary was not there. He already left a couple hours ago at this point. So he was absent with notice on the vote. Layton, you know his last name, and Bruce Wells voted against this. They voted, no, we should not waive confidentiality. We should make the members wait until the minutes come out. Well, if you look back, this meeting took place now, well, about a week and a half, almost two weeks ago, by the time the minutes finally come out that's a long time to make people wait. And that's a long time for a lot of speculation. That's a long time for someone who knows who it would be to leak information out. And now this information is, is running wild all over social media, but nobody knows if it's actually true or not. Um, Why, why these two guys Decided to hold out on, on this I Anyway um, they, they seem to be the two The two sticklers that don't Don't really want to To let the membership Know what's going on um, Just my personal Opinion that's what I've noticed um, Everybody else voted In favor of it Motion is passed by a three Fourths majority 1151 p.m. Uh, at 11:52 Bruce Wells reads a member request to the board member request acknowledged what was the member request why is that not included in the minutes um and i and i on an aside i think it's very funny that it was Bruce Wells that that read this member request and it's not the request itself isn't included in the minutes because he was one of the ones that voted against waiving confidentiality per bylaw 10.2. So he he wants everything to remain confidential. clearly. Um, not quite sure what his issue is, but uh, and again, this is just me talking. I mean, I don't know Bruce Wells. I've never met Bruce Wells. What I know of him is just what I've seen in the meeting minutes. So if if you're a Bruce Wells fan, you know, I'm speaking my opinion. That's why I have a podcast, so I can speak my opinion. If you don't like my opinion, don't listen to the podcast. Very simple. Uh, let's see. At midnight, yes, midnight, Kevin Collins exits the meeting And Scott Arnberg assumes area three director duties. Uh, and then he immediately moves to adjourn at 12.03 (laughs) AM. Seconded by Frank Rizzi motion passed unanimously at 10.04 AM and the meeting is adjourned. (sighs) Okay. I have rambled on long enough. So, um, All of the attached documents, uspsa.org, where am I here? So, yeah, uspsa.org, member resources, go down under rules and regulations header to BOD minutes, and you can find all the attachments, you can find all the minutes going all the way back. Um, They're not all in there, but you have the very first meeting minutes going back to November 9th, 1984, so, if you're interested in that, look that up. I rambled on long enough. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Be sure to check out the YouTube channel. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, shoot me an email, shooting at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, input, ideas for future episodes, anything like that, I will see you on the range. But until then, shoot safe. <laughs>